Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the Flea Odyssey app. Evan and Tiki on the fan. Joe Beal join us in about an hour at 4 o'clock. So this morning, it was about 8.30 in the morning. Dropped my kids off at school, put the feet up, and I had my morning viewing, which was a press conference from Joe Shane and Brian Dable. And there was certainly a lot to digest from that press conference, including Brian Dable's constant smirk, which we'll address in a little bit. <laughs> but as I'm watching them speak, and then as news broke about an hour ago concerning the Giant coaching staff, the New York Giants, in my opinion, are trying something very underhanded right now. Which is? So, Brian Dable and Joe Shane announced that there were going to be changes on the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Bobby Johnson is out. Thomas McGahee is out. Bobby Johnson was the offensive line coach. Thomas McGahee, the special teams coach. They announced that. Mm-hmm. Very classy. Wish them all the best. Right. Thank you for your work. No problem here. I got no issue. Do it quickly so that they can potentially land on someone else's staff. Yeah, yeah. Smart. All good. And I think Giant fans' reaction to it was fairly or not. Yeah, fine, great. This team won six games. They need some kind of changes. Then they announce Kafka and Wink are coming back. (laughs) To which a question was asked, hey, did you speak to them? And the answer is no. They didn't even (laughs) speak to them. It was just, yeah, we're announcing our intention is to bring them back. Why do they need to speak to them? Because then a few hours later... In fact, within the last hour, the Giants announced more changes to the coaching staff. Hey, Sean, what were the changes the Giants just announced? The Giants have fired outside linebacker coach Drew Wilkins and defensive assistant, I just lost the name. Kevin there. Wilkins. Kevin Wilkins, his brother. Uh, I do have a quote attached to this. Well, before you give us the quote, because I think most people are yeah. saying, who are those guys? Yeah. Do they have a link to anybody on the Giant coaching staff? Walks right into my quote, Evan. Yeah, Wink Martindale, they were with him since 2012. Many around the building believe that Drew Wilkins specifically is Wink Martindale's right-hand man, and of course his brother came with. Just a year ago, Brian Day, Wink Martindale had this quote on Drew Wilkins. He's a phenomenal coach. When I got interviewed here for the defensive coordinator job, and you could ask Dabes to confirm this. I said, if it doesn't work out with me, you need to hire this guy. He's a special talent in this league. Mm-hmm. So the New York Giants, let me get this straight, just going through what they told us today, announce here are two coaches that are gone, but Wink and Kafka are coming back. We haven't talked to them about it. And then a few hours later, it's announced that Wink's right-hand man and brother have both been removed. This on the heels of the rumors that Jay Glazer put out there about a month and a half ago that Wink and Daves didn't have a great relationship and that he may not even make the rest of the season, which he did, and that he won't be back next year. Doesn't this sound like the New York Giants are trying to get Wink Martindale to leave? No. Yes. No. Wink Wink said the last week. I don't see why I wouldn't be here. Uh, until has, they removed your right-hand man. And he doesn't not want to be here. Well, look, 
I I hear you. I think you're you're reaching here. Am I? Yes. I think you're reaching, trying to make an uh, give an excuse for Wink to want to leave, and I don't think he wants to leave. This is a great job to be the defensive coordinator for the New York Giants. is a great job, and he knows it. And now maybe the talent's not all there right now, but going somewhere else at what is he sixty two three something like that whatever whatever he is it just doesn't it 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 would be hard for him to go reestablish again and so to me it doesn't make any sense for him to want to leave and so I think that what Dave's and Joe Shane are alluding to are previous conversations that they've had either with Wink or Kafka and also. What Wink basically said a week ago, yeah. which is, I don't see myself being anywhere else. By the way, he'll be 61 in May. 61. I, yeah, I Googled there the wrong go. Wink Martindale. He's 90. <laughs> <laughs> well, on November 30th, when this was being talked about, I didn't think Wink was going to come back as defensive coordinator. And since I've been red hot with giant predictions, thinking they would win six games prior to this season and getting yelled out by both of you, I stand by that. You didn't get and yelled I, at by me. I said they would win seven. You strongly disagree with that. <laughs> by a game. <laughs> I don't think Wink's coming back. And I do think that's a mistake because I think Wink overall has done a really good job with the pieces that they had. And I'm not rooting for him to be gone by any stretch. I'm just reading the tea leaves. Like, I sat there watching this press conference this morning, and it was awkward to hear they hadn't talked to him yet. And then to hear that they're removing two guys that he has a deep connection to, that he's worked with for such a long time, his right-hand man, you don't see how this could possibly lead to Wink not being thrilled with these decisions and him deciding to walk away so that when Wink's not the D.C. next year, the Giants can say, well, we wanted to bring him back and decided to move on. I sort of agree with Evan, but I'm going to play a little devil's advocate here. You agree with me? I do. Cause it, <laughs> like, it, I mean, look, pick the two guys on the staff. However, if I were to think a little more deep about this, this morning, the first thing that Brian Dable had to announce at the press conference is that they were letting go of Bobby Johnson underperforming O-line. Bobby Johnson was one of the very few that came with Dable from Buffalo. Yeah. That was one of Dave's right-hand men. So, like, if Dable can assess, assess and look at that and go, I love you, Bobby. You're not cutting it here. I got to get rid of you. That's a hard part of the job as he assessed. Well, the outside linebackers, when you really think about it, Kayvon Thibodeau, is he fully hit what he want to do? And I like Thibodeau. Outside of that... I mean, they got a major problem in that edge room. So you could argue that was the most underperforming unit on the defense, just like the O-line was on the offense. I, I think the reason I come to this conclusion is... That's fair, Sean. No, it's, like, that's a fair way to look at it. It's absolutely fair, and I give Brian Dable credit that he's able to walk away from people that he's had a relationship knowing, hey, we got to do what's right for this team. We've got to get better, and the Giants clearly have to get better. They had a bad year this year. We could spin it however the hell we want. They won six games. Six games was never going to be acceptable. And like I said about the no. Jets, you could talk all day about the quarterbacks. And, well, well, quarterback got hurt. There are a lot of teams who were able to succeed without their starting quarterback. And also, I'd argue, the Giants were better when their starter didn't play. They were better when Terod Taylor and Tommy DeVito played. Those are just backed up by the facts of this season. So the Giants had a bad year. They obviously need to make some changes. But I link this to what Jay Glazer said. Because I believe him. I don't think he makes crap up. Mm -hmm. There was some kind of disconnect between Brian Dayball and well, Wink Martindale. I mean, I think disconnect sounds like it's it's terminal. It's something that's going to cause a, a separation or a divorce. I think Wink is a certain personality and Dave's is a completely different personality. So they rub each other the wrong way. And the Xavier McKinney thing, which we've you know, detailed ad nauseum, like the reactions from both of those guys, which were wholly different, I think was the 
thing that brought it to a head. Okay, but you said something interesting. Do I rub you the wrong way? No. Be honest with me. No. Okay. I appreciate Never. that. Okay. I was very nervous based on that answer. <laughs> if I did, yeah. if you're like, hey, we're, we're doing a good show and it's successful, but Evan rubs me the wrong way, would you not agree that the shelf life of us working together may not be 25 years? Uh, Yeah, of course. Okay. Thank you. But it doesn't that, have to be 25 years. But that proves my point. <laughs> if you agree that maybe they rub each other the wrong way, then two years may be it for these guys. Maybe. And but- that's where it's not anything bad about Brian Dable or bad about Wink Martindale. It's why I come to the conclusion they're probably going to break up. But I don't think it's going to happen this year. I, I think – so here's why I see the big picture. And it's interesting listening to Joe Shane. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Um yesterday or today being like so non-committal about anything right right i'm not giving away anything not on the quarterback situation that's daniel jones and or a potential draft pick not on saquon not on anything and it almost felt like that he was kicking you know like success a season away right not you know next year but like we might not be quite right until 2025 mm. Right, we we have to make improvement in 2024, but we might not be fully baked until 2025. Like to me, it sounded like he was kicking it down the road a little bit because you have a quarterback that you paid some money, but he's. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be available to start the season. They don't either. I, exactly. Nobody knows. And so y- your offensive line is in shambles. You have to remake it. You have to. You need a big time playmaking, skill position player, and you might lose the only one that you have. And Saquon Barkley, right? So as much as we want to talk about the success that the Giants had a year ago, when you re- reassess it, they're actually not that talented. And so Joe Shane's got a a heavy job in front of him. I know it feels like he's done a good good things over the last couple of years, but he's got a heavy job in front of him over the next year and a half or so. And so I think it, to me it sounded like he was, all right, I know this was a three-year deal in our minds, but we actually might need four. And 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 that's that's okay, but Giant fans aren't going to stand for it. They're not going to stand for another season like this. Another underperforming, disappointing, injury-laden, God, we can't beat anybody type of season. We get blown out by our divisional opponents. Not in year three of an fan, administration. Fans are not standing for no. that. And honestly, John Mara shouldn't either. But you think that's what Joe Shane was doing? 
it's, it's, that's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> it sounded like he was saying, you, look, we have some good things here, but there are a ton of question marks. We had 30 free agents, 32 free agents. Yeah. I mean, a third of half of their team is gone. Well, and also, <laughs> this reminds me of the president who blames the past administration. You get to do that <laughs> yes. for a certain period right. of time. Right. And then eventually it's like, no, dude, you're the freaking president. Stop telling me about what the past administration did. And so I think we are certainly there in year three. Yeah. Because Joe Shane made one reference to, well, we didn't have a clean cap sheet a mm-hmm. year ago. And it's like, oh, here we go again. Let's blame the dead man. You know, the guy that gave you Saquon Barkley. But that was the real. guy that gave you Dexter Lawrence. But that the was real. The guy that gave you Daniel Jones. But that was real. It was real. That was a real issue. It was a real issue. But to your point, eventually, you got to just win. And no one wants to hear about the past. No nope. one wants to hear about, I need more time. And I also think the NFL is the kind of sport where every year the expectations are, go win something. Right. Not a championship, but go win something. Surprise us. Yeah, go do something. And in year three, the expectations are going to be a lot higher. We'll get to more what Joe Shane had to say, including something he said that has to absolutely make Sean Morash apocalyptic. If you weren't apocalyptic on your treadmill when you heard what Joe Shane said earlier today, I, something's wrong with you. A, it's a Peloton. B, I have no idea what that word means. Apocalyptic? <laughs> did I use it correctly? No, too? you did. Thank you. You used it perfectly. Google it and you'll figure it out. Hmm. Let's go to Brendan and Clifton, New Jersey. What's up, Brendan? Hey, Evan. Uh, hey, Tiki. What's up? Ev, I'm having a little bit of trouble uh, following your logic here. If the Giants wanted to, or Shane and Dable wanted to get rid of Wink, why not just do that? I don't think they want to fire Wink Martindale. I think they'd rather have Wink leave on his own than them announce, yeah, we're getting rid of this guy, we're getting rid of that guy, and oh yeah, we're getting rid of Wink Martindale, who, by the way, has done a pretty good job as DC the last two years. But what do they do instead? Like, if, if they are forcing Wink to leave... Mm-hmm. What do they do instead? They gotta hire somebody else. I mean, what do they do instead? They gotta hire a different defensive coordinator. Leslie Frazier. <laughs> Leslie Frazier makes a lot of sense. That's a very good idea, considering the history him and Brian Dayball have. That's a good one. And him and Joe Shane. Yeah, that's a good one. Buffalo South. Yeah. Yep. You know what? <laughs> I'm with you, Sean. I sign off on that. You're welcome. <laughs> My first prediction on November 30th is Wink is gone. Now on January 8th, with the help of Sean, clearly it's going to be Leslie Frazier. Paul's in Flushing. Hey, Paul. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? Uh, Happy New Year and all that. Um, yeah, I don't think Wing Martindale is going anywhere, uh, first of all. Do you uh, want him uh, to go somewhere? Absolutely not. Uh, if, if if we had an efficient offense and we scored any points at all, uh, we'd have a top five defense this year. We were pretty locked down until they got tired because they couldn't uh, get off the field. But um, my point is uh, I think uh, there's a whole plan in place. And uh, the only I think Joe Shane and Dayball know exactly where they're going. They just have one thing that's in limbo, and that's Saquon Barkley. And that's the biggest thing because of his stature as a player. And uh, uh, they don't know if they want to tag him because that's, you know, you know they don't want to hurt the relationship even even further. But, you know, they want to get him at a good price. So that's the only thing that's in limbo. Other than that. Well, just, I mean, uh, the offensive just line. Before I, just before, unless you want to re- retort, I, just before I go, um, I think Joe Shane is smart, and he looks at smart organizations in terms of uh, – Recent, like, uh, recent, like, right, re- uh, good organizations. Yeah. And I think, uh, we're looking at Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors because there's a reason we got an extra second round pick. Huh. Jaden Dan- Daniels and Malik Neighbors around this offense with Saquon Barkley back on a two year deal for, 
11 million a year. All right. <laughs> I'm writing that down, Paul. Right. We'll see if you nail the draft and nail the return of Saquon Barkley. The Saquon thing is going to be fascinating. Joe Shane did not give much away other than saying, yeah, it'll, be, fran- more, it'll be more than 11. Only because the franchise tag is 12. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. So he did say franchise tags at our disposal. It's a tool yeah. we may use. And Saquon made it pretty clear. He don't want to be tagged. No. And well, if he's going to he be tagged, don't does, wait till the last second. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> just just do it. So don't, don't string me along like you did before. On January 8th, 2024, which is today, I lean towards the New York Giants should tag him and keep him. And I'll tell you why. The New York Giants this season, in a year in which Saquon did not have the greatest year of his career, no one's arguing that. Mm-hmm. When he played, they had a better chance to win. Yeah, and but, sometimes things are pretty simplistic. They were six and eight when he played. They were zero and three when he didn't play. And I think that the New York Giants going into next year, and yeah, they're going to make additions with the draft picks they have and free mm-hmm. agency. They are a worse team if they lose yeah. Saquon Barkley. Here, here's the problem: and like, so you, keep you, you can't keep kicking the tag down the line Why? because. So the the Giants are going to have about thirty seven or so million dollars in cap space next year, and if you tag Saquon, twelve of that is gone, right? Just like that, mm-hmm. you can't parse it out, you can't push it out, you can't you know make it two or three and give yourself flexibility. It's twelve million right now. You're going to need probably ten for your draft picks, so that's twenty two of thirty seven million dollars that's gone right now. Mm-hmm. So it limits you in free agency, or if you want to make a big splash somewhere else. Uh, you you just can't do it. Like you got to re-sign again. Thirty-two free agents. They're not re-signing all of them, but you got to re-sign probably fifteen or, or or so of these free agents. Tagging Saquon and the draft picks. It's it just it, you're you're in cap hell again. And so it, you either get rid of Saquon, let him go someplace else, or you give him a a, a three year deal that's cap friendly for the first couple of years, and if you want to move off of him after two years because he's not the same guy anymore, you do that. Yeah, but see, I don't think you, I don't think you tag him again. They but, can get away with tagging him this year because uh-huh. it wasn't overly punitive to what they were trying to do cap uh, handcuff wise. Next year, it 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 doesn't make sense to handcuff yourself. But it's only one year, and signing him to a multi year deal does yeah. kick the can down the road, and you're no, not committed no, 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 long term. I'm, I'm not even talking about that. I'm, it, Signing them to a long-term. When I say long-term, it's three. Right. Running backs are getting three-year deals. That's right. it from now on. Uh, you, trust me, you're not going to see a seven-year running back deal anymore. You're going to get uh, these short-term, long-term deals for running backs. If you do that, it gives you so much more cap flexibility. But if you just tag him, you're going to – it's $12 million on this year's cap, 12.5 or whatever it is, on this year's cap. And they only have $37 million in cap space. So I, I don't love – yeah, but it's – you're missing my point. Like they're they're, it, it, it's a third of the cap, basically. Yeah, right. You don't want to put Saquon a third of your cap. No, I get it. It's not available ideal. cap. Space. I, I would agree that it's more ideal to work out that long term deal where you can bring the cap number lower because you can manipulate it. I guess the conclusion I've come to is that I'd want him back. I do like, too. And it doesn't have to do with just leadership or right. jersey sales. It has to do with something pretty damn simple. He's really good at football, mm-hmm. and when he plays, the Giants have a better chance to win. And we can sit here all day and say, well, you can find a running back anywhere. You can find a running back anywhere. Well, then go find the running back anywhere. Right. They won't be as good. They're, of course they're not going to be as good. That'll be a very big and interesting discussion that Joe Shane and the Giants are going to have to figure out. Speaking of running backs, yesterday in the Jet victory over the Patriots, you know how many touches, how many carries Brees Hall had? 30? 37. 30, oh, 30 carries. Seven. 37. I mean. No, dude. no, 37 carries. He had 37 totes? 37 carries. Wow. 
37. Wow. You know, it made me think of something. Made me How think much of... does Tiki know about Tiki? <laughs> oh, then, how many times in Tiki Barber's career did he have 37 carries in a game? I'm going to say none. He's going to go with none. The answer is correct, none. How many... much does Tiki know about Tiki? <laughs> how about 36 carries? Uh, Once. Zero. How much does Tiki know about Tiki? How about 35? Uh, One also. Zero. How much does Tiki know about Tiki? Is this making him look bad or something? Or making Tom Coughlin look bad and Jim Fossil? No, Tiki told us last week when his job's done, he pulls himself out. (laughs) That's true. How about 34 carries? By the way, you should do that as well. It doesn't really work because I have six kids. I knew where that was going. (laughs) No, as it was coming out of your mouth, I knew where it was going. Hey, how many times did Tiki Barber have 34 carries in a game? One. Zero. How much does Tiki know about Tiki? Uh, you know what? Let's just end the game. What's the most amount of carries you've ever had in a game? I'm going to say 31. 32. 32. How much does Tiki know Against? about Tiki? Against the same team twice. Commanders? The Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, the Eagles. December 28, 20, uh, 2002, 32 carries for 203 yards. Plus eight receptions, so you really got 40 touches if right. you combine. That was the uh, winning in-game. That yes. was the fumble three times. Yes. They'd get the ball every every play on the in overtime. And then the other one was, was... That was a crazy game. The other one was December 11th, 2005, 32 carries for 124 yards. How about that? Hmm. Now that you know Brees Hall had 37 carries in the snow. That's a grind. Is there a party Which, that says, I wish I played in the snow and got 37 <laughs> carries? That's daddy. No, because I would be beat up. <laughs> Did you see what Zeke said about it after the game? But I was impressed. Oh, I'm, I, I was impressed because his 50-yard touchdown came on, like, carry 34. Yeah, he did not wear them. He wore them down. Right. It came at the end of the game. Yes. Right? And so that's impressive to go and run away from the edge, the defender. Yes. Uh, I mean, Brees is a he's a stud. Brees dude. ended the way. It's funny because we were talking earlier. Is there any momentum from the Jets winning three out of five yeah, games? Yeah, Brees and Garrett. I think there's momentum for Brees Hall. For a guy coming off a major injury, he did not have the greatest season in the world for our expectations. No. And because he didn't start strong. You're right. right. Well, and no, it was he, like, and it was no, no. You know, no, he no, started strong, and then he like week four through nine, he cooled off. Right, really. and, and they put him on a, they had him on a like a tote count, a pitch count. Yeah, right. They didn't let him get going. Like he needed to grind back into like who he was. You know, the, you know, it sucked. Six yards. Six yards, he was away from a 1,000. I know. Six. Amazing. That's why they gave him 37 carries. 37 carries. Is there a party a little jealous? Wish you had 37 carries in a game? No, because that would not feel good. (laughs) No kidding. Chris Hall is 220. I was 202. I get it. And to finish Sean's point, he said, did you see what Zeke said? Zeke had a great quote. Zeke Elliott says, I always wanted to play a game in the snow until I did it, and it sucked. Uh, this from Giants reporter Jordan Renan. Week Martindale is out as DC. Just spoke oh. with a, just spoke with a source who told me, "Do not expect Wink Martindale to be with the Giants much longer." Thank you very much. That's oh, what I've been really? trying to tell you guys, and no one listens to me. Really? That's oh, interesting. I, I I don't like being this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't like being this guy because I'm not this guy. All right, my former partner was this guy. I'm not <laughs> this guy. I'm telling you, I know. I just know the Giants. I've been nailing the Giants all year. But Six why, wins. But why not just do it at the beginning? Like, you know what I mean? You don't want to lump them in with your other coordinator and your. I think. And your, and your, 
I think the Giants want Wink Martindale to leave, and they didn't want to fire Wink Martindale. And I think a part of not. Okay, so this one is I'm less sure of. I'm being honest with you. If you you don't want to, if you don't think you have the right working relationship, just fire him. Because I think so. Here's my rationale on this. Why did the new? And I think the Giants' statistics were a little misleading this year. I think their defense played better than their overall stats. Okay, I think they had some really bad performances that kind of bring their numbers. I would to agree. A, okay, I would, I would agree with that. I think that many Giant fans look at the strength of the last two years and say it was Wink Martindale. Mm-hmm. That Wink Martindale did a great job over two years, even if the numbers don't necessarily back that up. And I don't know if the Giants wanted to quote fire Wink Martindale. I think it's easier to have it just be a quote-unquote mutual breakup. So I guess what Sean's trying to say is, according to who is the reporter again? Jordan Renan. My man Jordan. My big, mm-hmm. my man, Special J. And Jordan knows. Jordan damn right knows, and I have not talked to him, so he didn't tip me off. The conspiracy was right. So go ahead. Evan, you nailed it. Hey, you're right. Thank you. you. Sound like a Giants fan. Can I make another defensive coordinator case here if it's not Leslie Frazier? All right. Antonio Pierce? <laughs> How disrespectful. Uh, that man should be back as the head coach of the Las Vegas. I agree, but if he's not, I think he's shown enough as head coach. I'd love to see AP back with the Giants running the defense. But yeah, I don't has he done it? He was a linebacker's coach. Isn't that the it's t- technically the next level up should have been DC before head coach? I'm I'm totally not. I'm totally with you on that one too. So far, your two ideas for Giants DC now that we know that the Wink Martindale conspiracy is probably coming true and he's gone. Yeah. I like them both. The connection I, I think, that Leslie Frazier right. has and Antonio Pierce, who should be the head coach in well, Vegas. Well, here's the here's the only thing. Yeah. If Antonio Pierce, and I love AP. I saw him when when I did the Raiders game. I told him I was so proud of him. It's it's just awesome to see the success that he helped initiate. With the Raiders, but with that being said, like he was learning to be a head coach, he's going to have to also learn how to be a DC. He's never done it. He didn't even do it in college. He got the job, but he was he resigned before, you know, or True. Wh- whatever that whatever happened in Arizona. I don't even care. It's college football. It's stupid. Right. Uh, the, 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 rule, the rule, national championship the, tonight. The rules that they have in college football are stupid. Yeah, they're just ridiculous. This whole signal sign stealing thing. That I keep reading about or seeing on TV as they talk about Michigan and that. Like, everybody does it. So stop. Oh, excuse me. Everybody does it. I know it. this is a topic for a different day, but if you're going to play the everybody does it game, maybe mid February we'll talk did about the Astros hear, again because everybody did it, bro. Of course. Okay. Of course. As long as you accept again. that. But did JJ McCarthy, did you hear what he said? That was the most damning thing. What did he say? In, in the last week, he basically said, you know, everybody was stealing our signals. We had to keep up. <laughs> yeah, we had to catch up with Ohio State. Catch up with Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree like, with you about that. Wow. But anyways, my point is, yes, I love AP, but it would be a on-the-job learn how to be a DC. And look, replacing Wink Martindale, if this turns out to be true, that he's not back as yeah. defensive coordinator, that's a tough play- replacement because he has, and I don't care what the stats say, that's just proof that you got to watch because you're a giant legend. You're a diehard giant fan. How did Wink Martindale do the last two years as defensive coordinator? He developed some good players, but he also, I mean, it was it was it was one way or, or no way. But did he do a good job? I thought that's he did. Really a good, I point. thought he did a good job. I thought so too. Yes. Even if the statistics don't necessarily back that up. Uh, now I said coming up, Sean will be apocalyptic about something that Joe Shane said. Mm-hmm. Matt in Hillsboro, New Jersey, you're saying I'm not using the word correctly. No, and. Happy New Year, boys. Evan, I'm not surprised that you missed it, but Tiki, you're a Virginia grad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to chalk it up. You weren't, you weren't really listening. It's not <laughs> apocalyptic. It's apoplectic. Your wife went to an Ivy League school. Go tell her 
you're apocalyptic that dinner's not ready on time and tell me the look that she gives you. <laughs> well, first of all, can't both words be correct? Right. Like the way he used it plus the way I used it. Right. Apocalyptic. And apo- apocalyptic. Apocalyptic, because you asked me to Google it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, like an apocalypse is coming. Ap- apoplectic. Apoplectic. Apoplectic means overcome with anger, extremely indignant. Yeah, both work. You were thinking of the 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 world is coming to an end. Yes, well, I'm the, right. Because the meteor is coming to blow up the planet. Pretty much. That's what you were that's what he meant. And I have no idea which one he meant because I still don't know what I'd be feeling. He, Every time I hear you I feel a little he bit meant dumber. And said apocalyptic. Yes. Right? Yes. That I don't know how he used it wrong. I promise you this when By we the come way, back. I was an MIS major. I didn't study English. <laughs> when we come back, I will at least tell Sean what I think he's apocalyptic or apoplectic. Apoplectic is about Plus, we'll get back to your giant and jet calls. We'll mix in both teams, obviously, with the season coming to its crashing conclusion. And Joe Beningo joins us. Come on, crashing. They won. They both missed the playoffs and had terrible seasons. We knew that three weeks ago. Doesn't matter. The season's (laughs) over, and they both sucked. Joe Beningo will join us at four. Sources say the Giants and Wink Martindale are parting ways, according to Ian Rappaport. Martindale interviewed for head coaching jobs in the past, and he could get more looks as well. So within, I'd say, five and a half hours of the New York Giants having a morning press conference in which they say our intention is Wink's coming back and Kafka's coming back, Wink Martindale says, "Eh -eh." Mm. so Jay Glazer was right. Yeah, And this is what I've been waiting months for, because I remember when we had this discussion back in November, there was smoke. There was smoke to his report about them not getting along well. And Brian Dabo made his jokes, and Wink Martindale said everything's fine, and they made it through the season. And even this morning, they made it through a press conference in which Brian Dabo and Joe Shane said, yeah, we love him, we want him back. And then they undermined him by getting rid of two of his trusty, long-time part part of his staff. I'll say coordinators, I guess, technically. And so the handwriting's been on the wall for a month and a half. And Wink Martindale will not come back for his third year as defensive coordinator of the New York Giants. Your reaction, Tiki? Well, I mean, it's surprising, but understandable because personality matters, right? The the culture and a and a coaching staff matters. Um, It certainly matters for the team, but it definitely matters within the coaching room. And if you're not seeing eye to eye on how the team is supposed to build and and grow, then you have to part ways. And it's not that either one is right or wrong either way, but you have to be congruent right it just felt like they weren't congruent on how they were going to go about that side of the ball now again technically it's not Dave's purview but Dave's is the head coach so it is absolutely his purview so the fact that they didn't get along kind of it disrupts what could have been a pretty good marriage I thought when they hired him two years ago it was a coup right it felt like his his departure from Baltimore was kind of pre-scripted Right, mm-hmm. they 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 had a their guy in wait coming from college under Jim Harbaugh, uh, back to John Harbaugh. So Wink was kind of just the expendable guy, but he was one of the great aggressive coordinators in really the last decade in the NFL. I thought it was perfect for what the Giants were trying. No, to No, I I thought it was too. And by the way, we will get to what Joe Shane said that will tick off Sean in a few minutes. But obviously, the pressing news is that Don Wink Martindale is out as defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I thought the marriage worked, and I said this to you before. You can look at the numbers, like you could sit there on Pro Football Reference and talk about. Well, as a defense, they were bottom five. Mm-hmm. As a defense last year, they were bottom seven. What are you talking about? It wasn't that good. But if you watch them every week. 
the way Giant fans do, the way you do, the way I did, the way Sean did. I think you walked away from these two years and said he was an asset. Yeah. He was a positive. He got the most out of a defense that did not have that much talent because they didn't. And so my initial reaction to this becoming a real thing and not just a conspiracy I laid out to you a half hour ago is that this isn't good for the New York Giants moving forward. This is not something that you just wipe your hands with and say, oh, whatever, it didn't work out. They hired this guy two years ago. He did a pretty good job for two years. And because of not performance, because I don't think anyone thinks it's based on performance, but because of personality reasons, he's gone? That's not a good look for Brian Dable. Well, it's not because, and again, I don't know if Dabes went to Wink and said, you're out. And, well, if he did, then and, why wasn't it announced this morning and, and, the way it was with well, Bobby Johnson? That's why I'm saying this. I don't know if he went because he hadn't talked to him, right? They hadn't talked to each other at this point. At least that, at least they said so. So I don't think that, that that Dave's went to Wink after the morning press conference and was like, hey, we're going to move on from this guy, this guy, this guy. Um, we're going to move on from you too. I think it became more of a where's your what, what do you see your future as here? And it just in the line with each other. And so Wink is going to resign. But you're right about – you know, his impact. I mean, I'm just looking at the turnovers. The Giants didn't lose games because their defense wasn't in a, wasn't effective. Mm. Because well, they, they forced a ton of turnovers. Four turnovers. Year. 18. I think they were second or first. Whatever it was. They were four turnovers last week. Two, this meaning. Tied the for the lead in the NFL. Right. Tied for the lead in the NFL with turnovers. Three the week before. Two the week before that. You know, three against the Packers. They had six against the Commanders again. But that's the Commanders. I mean, there were some games where... The defense carried them to victory, and without Wink and his aggressive nature, like what what happens now? Now maybe it's something similar, and these guys don't feel completely uncomfortable in a brand new system for whoever the new coordinator is. But yeah, I I can't see it as a good thing, even though it might turn out to be even though it might turn out to be. Yeah, a lot of things that aren't good can turn out to be good. Right. But Brian Dayball's been the head coach of this team for two seasons, and. One of the compliments that Joe Shane gave Brian Dable while Brian Dable was sitting next to him, it was funny. He was asked a question, hey, Joe, how would you analyze Brian Dable's second year? Yeah. And I always found that funny because you're asking him to answer that while he's sitting next to you. Yeah. It's like, I mean. Keep it real. And the compliment he gave him was the team didn't quit on him. That was the ultimate compliment, which I agree with, by the way. Like, that is a danger when you have a bad season. It was a danger we addressed on the air seven weeks ago because I thought it was a real possibility. You know who else didn't quit on them? The Jets on Robert Sala. Okay. We're not talking Jets right now, all right? <laughs> they did against the Browns. <laughs> they did well, They did against the Browns. That's a different story. So that was one of the compliments Joe Shane had about Brian Dable. And I agree with that. And he's that. right. And there are a lot of positive things you could say about Brian Dable two years in. I remember saying he about five weeks ago, you know what? This turnaround, I trust him. He's earned that confidence from Giant fans. This breakup happening is the opposite. This breakup happening is bad. Like, Wink Martindale not being back as defensive coordinator doesn't mean it won't work out with whoever you hire. Mm -hmm. It just means that a relationship couldn't be fixed by the head coach that would have been better for the team because it would have been better for the team if Wink Martindale's back. And then the other thing that you need to examine now, you all need to examine now is why did they sit there this morning? It got my antennas up. That's why I brought it up as a conspiracy 30 minutes ago. And rarely do conspiracies get proven true within 35 minutes. <laughs> Usually it takes years, months, or never. It took me 35 minutes. I'm very lucky, very fortunate. But why would you sit there this morning 
and say we're bringing him back when you know full well this was going to end badly. You knew. You can't tell me, Teak, they sat there this morning thinking everything's fine. No. That, well, maybe, maybe they didn't. Maybe they just didn't know. They, they knew, Teak. They, they, you don't think they knew? I think they probably had an inkling, but that goes all the way back to, I don't know, whatever the relationship conversation was a month ago. But I don't think they knew that Wink Martindale would say, well, if you're going to do this and you're going to do that and you're going to force my hand with this and that and you want this kind of changes and you're going to bring in 15 new defensive players who aren't necessarily going to fit my system because we have 32 free agents and half of them are likely defensive players. You know what? It's just better for me to resign. Like, I, I honestly feel like that's how it happened. Well, when they decide to get rid of two of his longtime guys, right. you know where that's going. The Giants did everything I thought they were doing. They undermined him to where he would walk away and say, I don't want to be here anymore. Because remember, according to Pat Leonard, who tweeted this out, he's resigning. He's resigning it to do what? He's resigning it to pursue a head coaching job. Sure, Mm -hmm. he would have done that either way. But also other defensive coordinator opportunities, which meant he's likely taking a lateral job just to get the hell out of here. Right. That's what he decided to do. And that's not good. No. And this is a worry about Brian Dayball now that he couldn't make this relationship work. I don't know if I put it in the, in, the, in the worry category. It's To me, it's just disappointing because it feels as if this was a good thing for the, for the other side of the ball. You had a guy who you didn't need to micromanage as a defensive coordinator. Now, I presume that Dabes and Shane will, will hire someone else in that same vein, right, that you don't have to micromanage. And Sean's suggestion might be the exact one. Leslie Frazier? Leslie Frazier, who mm-hmm. he has a relationship with. But I... I Leslie's in an interesting spot because he leaves Buffalo last year to take a gap year, like a a, a a mental health reset. But we know what that means. We know that that means you want to go someplace else, but your contract is tying you there. No one's going to trade for you in March or February as a defensive coordinator because you're still under contract. So you need to take a, a year off and reset everybody's expectation for you. So – but you also take a year off, right? And there's there's other guys that start jumping you because they have good defensive seasons. Right. And so, I mean, I don't even, do they have to pay? I, I haven't gotten confirmation on that yet, though when he did take the gap year, Leslie Frazier said that this year he wanted to be in the head coaching cycle again. And remember, he That's did, the other thing. That's he, the other thing. He He's did, looking to become a head coach. And he did interview with Joe Shane, didn't get the job they gave at the table. So who knows if that you know, has any negative tinge to it. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to work out with Leslie Frazier, the idea of Antonio Pierce, but now the Giants go into next year with a new question. As opposed to the continuity of most of the staff is back, especially the ones that did a good job. Like, Wink Mardell did a good job. I don't mm-hmm. care what the stats say. That's not happening anymore. Now, real quick, let me uh, bust Sean's balls. So this morning, Joe Shane said something that should cause you to be very upset. And that is, and we'll play you the audio, Tiki, Joe Shane had no idea where the Giants were picking in the draft. Where we're picking, I think it's um, <laughs> 6th, 39th, um, 47, I believe, is a Seattle pick, and then 70th. So four, four picks in the top 70. You have to fact-check me on that. I, my guy sent me that last night, so I didn't get a chance this morning to double-check, but I think that's what it is. He thinks. Now, this is why it should bother Sean. Sean has spent weeks and weeks and weeks with charts all over his house analyzing if this team wins, if this team loses, we get this pick. If this happens, we get this pick. We were arguing on Friday how important it was for him, for the Giants to lose, to get a better pick. And here's your general manager the day after basically telling you, 
I'm not sure where we picked. <laughs> My guy sent it to me. I forgot. Well, he doesn't have to worry about Meanwhile, it now. Short has charts on his wall no, analyzing no, no, it. No, no, no. Because he gives you all four picks in the top 70 saying, I think that's where all these are. He knows damn well they're picking six, and that was the most important part. Well, he knew six. No, I think he was it was the other one. Yeah, but like, he, didn't, he didn't know 35, 58, and 69. And I'm fine if Those he doesn't the know the exact know. round two or three picks. He knows around where they are. The more important one is, do you know where you're picking inside the top ten? Of course he knew. He didn't and, know. He, he knew. Did, he and by the way, by the way his whole presser this morning was him playing it cool as he should be as a GM because the more paddocked you seem, the more teams can take advantage All of. I know is you cared more week to week about where the Giants were picking <laughs> right. than your general manager. Well, I got news for you. They just let go of Wink Martindale. They better care about where they're picking because they just put all the pressure on them getting rid of the other pieces. They put more pressure on themselves. I agree with that. I agree with that. Look, Brian Dayball and Joe Shane deserve to be back for year three. We can put that conversation away. They should be back despite how bad this season was. But having this breakup, a breakup that was telegraphed to us, you you may not have chosen to believe it, and that's okay. We always blah. Jake Laser is just making crap up. He didn't make crap up. No, he, he nailed doesn't. it. He wouldn't. He doesn't and, report stuff unless he has it confirmed. And what do we talk about every year in the head coaching hiring cycle? And we're looking at it with the Eagles right now. The really good teams that lose their good coordinators tend to take a step back and struggle in those struggle in those units. The Giants were a six win team, and their strongest unit just lost their coordinator of the last two years. Yeah, like no matter any way you slice it, like they got to figure this out because yeah. they can take a step back on defense. And this now. is this is to Evan's point. Right now, this isn't a good thing. This isn't this is you can't celebrate this. You can't say, oh, well, we'll be better now because we lost Wink. Yeah, we finally got rid of Wink. That's not that's not what we're saying right now. The Giants are are worse yeah. right now than they were. They've added more uncertainty to their team next year. Right. We already talked about all the free agents. Now you need a new coordinator and linebacker coaches and other well, things. But you also need a special teams coordinator and you need an offensive line coach. Right. right? And there's I, a lot of moving parts that are already going to be busy because you have to re-sign 30-some people or at least replace 30 guys on this team. No question. They've added more uncertainty to this team moving into next year. And and the theory I had on Martindale when he became available, and you laid it out beautifully that the Ravens had someone else they were targeting. Mm-hmm. And that probably is the case. But it felt when John Harbaugh and Wink Martindale moved on that maybe it was a strong personality thing. Four years, it ran its course. When it runs out here after two years, a part of you can shrug it off and say it's Wink Martindale. He just has a really strong personality. But our worry is, is it Brian Dable Mm. having a strong personality? Is Brian Dable going to be able to maintain good people for multiple years? Yeah. And that's a fair question. And there's no no track record. Like, we don't know. Because he hasn't been in this position of leadership, college or in the NFL, until last year. So that is a big deal. Turnover at the coordinator positions, which are not for, like, head coaching opportunities, Mm -hmm. are a big deal. No question. Get your calls, 877-337-6666. Jim in South River. Good afternoon, Jim. Hey, what's up, boys? I'm actually a Jet fan, so I'm not intimately familiar with the coaching staff of the Giants. But from a money point of view, that whole conspiracy thing, Evan, it it doesn't really make a lot of sense if you're just going to hope that Wink pulls the plug on himself because Wink's leaving a lot of money on the table, no? Like, you know, he would want to be fired, so they have to pay him, right? Isn't that how that would work? Uh, you know, I don't actually know what his contract was. A co- a, a head coaches get that four-year, five-year guaranteed deal. If they get fired after two years, who cares? They're still making money for three years, and it doesn't matter. Maybe there's some offset language if they get hired for another job or they just don't take the money for the next job. But I, th- I don't think the coordinators are as protected 
with long-term deals. Yeah, but wouldn't that back up what I'm saying? If he's under contract and he's resigning, yeah. you would prefer that as an organization than firing somebody. Now, whether this was done for finances, and what I mean by this, I mean the charade that we dealt with. The fact that I had to come on and act like it was a conspiracy theory when it really wasn't. It turned out to be exactly what happened. Why did they sit there at a morning press conference and say he's coming back? Oh, by the way, we haven't talked to him. And then a few hours later, we're going to remove guys from his staff to get him to resign. Well, the only thing I can... Why'd they do that? Was it PR or was it money? I think think maybe they didn't... So he agreed to a three-year deal. So there's a year left on his deal. Wink did. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the contract was, but there's, it was a three-year deal that he agreed to. So he coached two of them. I, I honestly think they just hadn't talked to Wink. I think the, I don't think they were lying about that. I don't think they. Had no, a- no, I'm not saying they were lying. I'm saying to go out and say our intention is to bring him back, as opposed to look. There's a lot of decisions to make. We haven't made him yet. We're going to talk to everybody. I'm not going to comment on it yet. You could have gone that route. They didn't. Yeah. And that's what lay, that's what put the red flag up. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, they were so quick to say he's coming back after there were rumors that there were disagreements, and then what happens six hours later? He's gone. So if anything, if this is about money, it leads into what I'm saying because if he has a year left on his deal and he resigns, the likelihood he's not getting paid. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Right. Let's go to Samantha in Union Beach. How are you, Samantha? Hello. Good afternoon. What's How happening? are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. How? Thank you for calling. Of course. So I want to play a little devil's advocate here. So remember back earlier in the season, Xavier McKinney was saying the leaders did not feel listened. Mm -hmm. So wondering if maybe the Dable wink, if there's any tension that maybe it started between that, maybe with the players, especially since Dable is such a big culture guy. What do you think? I mean, the, the culture stuff is, the culture comes from the head coach. Right, and it's 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 the expectation that you have to play a certain way. Basically, you have to earn your 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 time to play. And by the way, I thought Wink is perfect with that. Yeah, that's exactly who he is, and it's exactly what his players come to expect of him. Is that I'm going to challenge you, but if you can't do it, we're going to put somebody else in there. Right, so I I don't think it was a culture thing. It feels like more just a personality thing than anything else, and. Is that alarming that they can't couldn't make it work? I I guess so, but I'm I'm more worried about what's next. Like, what do you what do you do? Like, what do you go do for defensive coordinator? Especially if after you started to build a roster, yeah, that's dependent upon what he likes to the, do. The personality thing. Here's the way I would attack it on how worried I'd be because there's a there has to be a level of worry from this. You just lost a good person, right? There's a and and here's the other thing. The Giants quote intended for him to come back. So publicly, if you want to buy everything they say and not believe in any kind of conspiracy theories, they told you, we want him back, and he left. So they would then even admit, not a good thing that we have to replace him. As far as there being a personality issue, this is the first time we are going to witness Brian Dable losing a good person because of a personality issue. Mm -hmm. If it happens again, that's when you panic. Right. If it happens again, then you could say, wait a second. Does Brian Dayball have a personality issue where he can't maintain good people? Because, like I mentioned earlier about Wink, even though you disagreed with it based on what the Ravens were thinking, my thought from afar was, must have been a personality issue between Wink and John. One bad year in Baltimore, and they get rid of him. That's how I took it from afar. And so you could easily rationalize, yeah, same thing happened here. A couple of years, strong personalities. It didn't work out. This kind of thing happens again. Yeah. Will you lose someone good based on personality, not performance? 
That's when you get very, very worried. But the Giants didn't get better today. This is not news that you celebrate. Sometimes, I hate to say we celebrate anyone losing a job, but when somebody does a bad job as a coordinator or as a head coach, you know, Falcon fans may feel that way about Arthur Smith. You're like, hey, he'll be all right. I'm happy we're in a better place. The New York Giants are not in a better place when they lose Wink Martindale. They're not. Especially because now they have to replace him. And yeah. and that's easier said than done. Real quick, Dave is in Croton on Hudson. What's up, Dave? I got it. I was in the car before, Evan, and I had a little bit of a break. I got to admit, you hit it right on the head, but, you know, 20 minutes before. Um, <laughs> I got lucky. He quit. <laughs> he <laughs> a blind squirrel signed acorns, right? Right. Um, he quit. I mean, maybe they greased his kids by firing his buddy, but he it was his choice. Yeah. Now, Tiki, What's up? if the Raiders, are the Raiders going to hire Antonio Pierce? I mean, the players want him to be hired as their head coach. Because if not, they, they respond to him. Yep. Thank you, Dave. Is this what now? No, he was saying, do you think the Raiders bring back Pierce? I want to hear the answer to your, uh, that as, question. As the head coach. As the head coach, yes. I, they have to go through the process, just so everybody knows how this works. The Raiders can't now just hire Antonio Pierce. They have to go through the whole search process, even though he is a minority, so it qualifies for the, uh, the Rooney rule. But they, they have to go through the process. And through that process, I don't know what's going to happen. But I know what happened when Antonio Pierce was given this job with, without really a ton of experience. The team played better. They played more inspired. The The locker room was right. Uh, he got the most out of some problem kids on that team. And he showed amazing leadership. So should they hire? Yes. Do I think they will? Yes, I do think they will. And if they don't, you already expressed concerns about him being defensive coordinator because he doesn't have the experience. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not easier to be the head coach, but when you're the defensive coordinator, the specificity with which you need to have a plan in place to be the coordinator, right? Wink knew exactly what he wanted to do. When I got the job, I'm doing exactly what I did in Baltimore. Here's the here's here's the book. This is what I like to do. This is what I'm asked you to do. This is what I ask you to do. This is what I ask you to do. Now, could could AP do that? Of course. But it, he's going to learn on the job, mm. right? It's not ingrained in his mind. In this situation, what's my process? In this situation, what's my process? Like, learning that is hard. And AP's never done it. He's also never been a head coach, and he, he did pretty well. He did a damn good so, job with that, and that's I, for sure. I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be a great sentimental hire. I I it's to be I couldn't predict what would it, what it would happen. And look, Joe Shane ain't hiring him because of sentimentality. Neither is Brian Dable. They have no sentimentality, nor should they. And by the way, they don't know him. No, right. And they we should know have, him. And they I know sh- him. And they shouldn't have they and they should have sentimentality to a team that they had nothing to do with. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. As much as that will make people happy, you gotta hire the best possible guy. More on Martindale coming up and the Giants in a little bit. We'll get back to your calls. But when we come back, Joe B. His thoughts on the New York Jets winning a game against the New England Patriots for the first time since before I was a dad. Since since the two presidential administrations ago. We'll get Joe's thoughts on the Jets coming up. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.